It is take 225, Keeks versus TC. Everybody, it is take 225. We are talking all about Creed. We're going to give you our thoughts, our review of Creed 3, the directorial debut of Michael B. Jordan, and it starts. It starts. Cue in the music. Is going to be Selection Sunday as well, paired with Creed 3. It's perfect, folks. It is just so fitting. Our fourth annual March Movie Madness, MMM, M times three, whatever you want to call it. And uh, this is our our original screenplay, March Movie Madness. Movies that were made for the big screen with no sequels, no prequels. Um and yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give you some stipulations so you guys might be like, wait, hold up about a certain certain movies. But you know, we're the commission. There's a few, so we'll we'll get to that when we when we cross that bridge. But uh, without further ado, we have the sweet Keeks looking comfy, eating a JCW's shake, uh, looking great. Keeks, nice haircut. I was due for a haircut. Not gonna lie. Um, I always try to get one once a month, but it always ends up being like once every other month. That I get a haircut and it gets really unruly and unkept and uh, can't keep doing that. Can't keep doing that. A haircut, man, it goes a long way. It makes it self-esteem boost. I get a haircut every three weeks just because I go to, down to a half blade and just do it all over my head. So it's a really short buzz. And after like three weeks, it just kind of looks gross. Mm-hmm. But I got to I got to clean it up. So and I did my beard the other night. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling groomed. I'm ready for March Madness. I'm ready for the spring to come upon us. Uh, I've said the past like eight takes. I'm ready for more warmth. <laughs> so it looks really nice outside. It's probably like 40 degrees still, but uh, yes, it's it looking nice. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Friday night, I got home and I told Becky, I was like, "We're we're gonna ball out at JCW's." And now JCW's is expensive. Now it was always, I guess, maybe a little pricey. It's a local burger joint, you know, like greasy burger joint in Utah. It started in American Fork. It has a few locations now, but they've got the shakes. We got cheese fries. We got shakes. We got onion rings. We got burgers. Becky got a sandwich. Hits. It really does. It doesn't hit all the time, but when you're mood for a burger or something like that, you you need the burger. Got to have the burger. Yeah, you do. So I've got the the shake residuals, and we had so much food that uh, that was lunch yesterday as well. Oh, I love JCW's. It hits. But yeah, it's gotten a lot more expensive. It's bad. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a lot for all of it. We did also get like some premium stuff. Like when you get the cheese fries, it, it's a little pricey. Deservedly so. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fries. And a shake costs like 10 bucks there. Oh, but the shake, I mean, this is a small... And it it's it's in like a, I mean, so it comes in a thirty two ounce cup, but the cup that the shake comes in that's like the mini or the small or whatever, is like a twenty four ounce size. Mm. It's like six bucks. I don't know. I don't feel like it's terrible. Um, the Could best be shake though, Arctic Circle. Mm, Arctic best Circle, shakes. good shakes. Very underrated. Go to Arctic Circle, get an Oreo shake, and add for and ask for extra Oreo. It hits every time. I do like that. Um, yeah. What 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 was your week? What'd your week look like? Uh, it was good. We're we're back to the program. I got ten more weeks on my internship. Um, yeah, 
basketball season just came to an end. So trainings will get a little bit more busy. Um, yeah, just kind of a busy time coming up, doing some spring cleaning. So it was a good week. Do you have a call to action? My call to action is everybody go watch the creeds. Yeah. And here's my other call to action. So with our March movie madness, pick a movie that you have not seen on the bracket. Cause there's 14 that I haven't seen on our bracket and pick a movie, watch that this week. So, and we're going to drop the bracket where everybody can start selecting their picks and whatnot. Not next week. So next Monday, correct? Or do we want to do it this week and give people time to fill it out and then start the following week? Yeah, we can just do that. That works great. Because we got to we got to we got to do the voting in the following week because I'm going to be gone uh, March 25th. And if we followed the schedule, we would have the champion be revealed there. And I got to be there. I got to be on the pod for that. Have to. So we're just going to we're just going to follow March Madness. March Madness's schedule. So yeah, we'll drop the bracket. Everybody can make their picks, give you time to think, give you time to watch the movies. And then uh, another call to action is uh, get ready for the Oscars. We're going to have a bingo card, maybe? I'm working on the... So not so much a bingo card. We're going to have a way that you could submit your your choices. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yep. We could do a bingo card. That might actually be fun. I like to select the picks, though. We did that uh, three years ago. Yeah, we did. I'm thinking of just doing the big five. So picture, director, actors, and screenplays. Yeah, perfect. So it's technically seven because actors have two. Or maybe like nine because you've got the four acting categories. You've got the two screenwriting categories, director, picture. Is that eight? Maybe one more. So not a ton, not all the categories, but the big ones that ever intends to like be really into. We'll do. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Love and it. you know, last year, last year I was like, oh, I got to watch everything. And I wasn't able to watch all of the shorts, but I watched a lot of stuff this year. I've not put the pressure on. And to be honest, probably won't. And that's okay. Especially just, like, dude, just enjoy it. I'm sorry, but watching those animated shorts and all of the shorts is it just it takes up a lot of time that I I wish that I wanted to put in. This year, don't got it in me. Yeah. But I will try to watch like all of the major ones. Do you know what I mean? Like I probably won't watch all of the foreign ones, but I'll try to watch like for Leslie and living, you know, like kind of some of those like one-off movies that have been nominated. Yeah. I still have three more best picture movies. So hopefully I can get to them. Women talking, triangle of sadness and all quiet on the Western front. I'm going to do what you did for me for October. You want to do it. Bring it on. Okay, good. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I might not. No, I can, I think I can get those three within seven days. You can. You'll pump, yeah. you'll, you'll pump them out. Pump I think out. you might like at least one of them. I'm curious okay. to see what you think of Triangle of Sadness. I really want to watch it because you said I would hate it. So I want to see if I do hate it. And I've yeah. seen some reviews where it's positive and some are mixed and some. So, yeah. So I want to give it a watch because it seems interesting. And as Woody Harrelson, I do like Woody Harrelson. His part is funny in it. It's all good up until the moment where he like really hits his climax. And there's an event that happens where you're either going to be all in and enjoy it or the movie is going to like downward spiral for you. And I'm gotcha. curious. Okay. You'll know yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I'll watch it because I want I want I want to I want you to hear my thoughts. And especially so we can pod about it live. We'll have like mics set up. We'll do it from like a audio recorder so we can Dude, we I'm can do it right. 
You know, we're what gonna I mean? have snacks. Oh. We're gonna have our cards filled out. It's gonna be a good okay. Oscars this Sunday. I know this is not like a real question, but I'm gonna ask it and pose it if it's a weird, real question. For snacks, this is for snacks. What is a better snack event, Super Bowl or the Oscars? To me, the Super Bowl is, but you can prove me wrong and do the Oscars this week. We can no, do the Oscars. No, it's definitely right. the Super Bowl. I, okay. was, I was just trying to like, you know, be like the, I don't know, you know, the talking head hot take guy. Uh, speaking of, one of those guys is in Creed 3. We won't talk who it is, but we'll talk about it when we review Creed 3. Oh, okay. You, you know who it is. You talked about it. Who? What? In your review. For Creed three. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the that goat guy. of talking heads. Is I I love that. Guy. People don't like him. I love him. I think he is entertainment. We'll talk about it. He does his job very well. Yes. So, um, and then as a quick side note, I chaperoned prom on Saturday night. No, I'm gonna say it. Not all heroes wear capes, geeks. Uh, but this hero got paid to actually wear the cape. So, oh, uh, even better. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice. And honestly, I just. Walked around, did some laps. It was packed. We had it at the Capitol, which at American Fork High School, it was like <laughs> my senior prom was uh, on the like third floor of a country club. And they would not allow us to jump because if all of us jumped too much, it would literally cave the floor in. Was that at Sleepy Ridge? Yes, it was. Yeah. Huh? Terrible venue for a dance. Too small. Awful. Uh, I, still to this day, I would have rather just had it at our gym. Yeah. Yeah. Deck you it know? out. Did you yep. go to prom? I went to prom and it was. Gosh, where was it? I think it was in the Provo library. I feel like that's what I do not remember. I think it was in the Provo library. It could have been at our gym, too. I've got to remember junior prom. Shouts out to Jen Packham. We went to junior prom together. I wore the wackest Nike ID sneakers I've ever seen. Um, no, I feel like when I, when we were in high school, uh, not everybody wore like Nikes, but now it's a huge trend to wear Nikes. Yeah. It's huge. I wore like dress shoes every time, every dance. Only went to I prom once. Too. Oh no, I wore black vans because I can okay. dance in black vans. That's tough. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I went to Zara, got a new little fit and then showed up, saw some of my students. That was fun, but I mainly just kind of like chilled and hung around. My phone died 40 minutes in. So, oh, dead. Yeah. Did you dance? Did a little bit. I I was actually like feeling really weird because like generally when I'm like at the club and stuff, like when we go out and there's dancing, oh, I'll dance. But I don't know. There was something about the vibe at prom where I was like, ah, I just was not feeling it. Maybe yeah. if Becky had been there, I would have danced. Sure. Sure. You know. Well, I love it. Love prom, chaperoning. Good for you. Should we do mm -hmm. it? Should we get into our creed? It's freaking time. Let's roll the tape, baby. It's time. Creed three. What probably five years after the event, the events of Creed two, yeah. Donis Creed is the reigning heavyweight boxing champ and decides to retire. Upon retiring, an old friend from the past comes back into the picture to challenge him for the crown. This guy, have you seen Rocky three? Haven't. Okay, it's very similar to Rocky three. This movie is very similar to Rocky three. A Good Time, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. Um, uh, one big uh, omission is Rocky himself is not in the movie, really not even mentioned at all. 
He's never mentioned. Never no. mentioned once. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it if it uh, ruined it or not. The screenplay is by Ryan Coogler's brother and Zach Balin. Zach Balin wrote Judas and the Black Messiah. And the story is by Ryan Coogler, Keenan Coogler, and Zach Balin. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Ryan or Michael B. Jordan directed the movie, his directorial debut, shot a lot of this on IMAX cameras, the first sports movie to be shot on IMAX cameras. And you can really tell. I kind of would be curious to see this again in IMAX. Sure. Um, yeah. I almost feel like I should have watched it in IMAX. The story does feel bloated. And the story feels like there's a lot going on with not a lot of payoff. Or if there is payoff, it's maybe not what you expect. Um, certain story elements are introduced and then just totally gone for like an hour. In many instances, even with like the main antagonist. But... Those fight scenes are like maybe they're like the best of the entire franchise. Oh, they're they very are good. so brutal. And maybe it's because I did not see the Creed movies in theaters that I'm just now being like, oh, wow, like seeing a boxing movie in a theater is really good. Wow, this might be the first boxing movie I've ever seen in theaters. Really? Oh, it good for you. Might be. Yeah, it might yeah. be. So, um, I really, 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 really liked Creed 3. TC, what did you think? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think Creed 3 did what it needed to do. It made you feel um, inspired and made you feel invested in the characters. Um, it also made you feel like, okay, Jonathan Majors, um, Dame, has something more up his sleeve than what's mm -hmm. going on because he comes as across as a really nice guy, really charming and then you realize, okay, he's he's got he's got a hidden agenda there. So it does feel a little bit bloated. I can agree with that. It does move pretty quick from you know point A to point B, especially with um, Dame getting a title shot. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say it is kind of funny with this movie how um, Creed Adonis is got the um, he has kind of the the written story of being old and being retired. It's like, well, you don't really look that old. I mean, you sure have been fighting for a while since like, I guess eight years if we were counting like 2015 for the first Creed. But I'm like, I don't, and it's just, that's just a really minor nitpick for me. But overall, I had a blast with Creed three. I thought the directorial debut was very cool. It was very cool to see uh, Chris Duckman re review. He talks about how Michael B. Jordan was inspired by some anime and he loves anime. And you can definitely see some of the anim anime uh, adaptions in this movie, which were very cool, especially awesome. the last fight. Best part of the movie. The last fight was very unique with um, there's just a sequence where it's just like them fighting in the ring. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of Naruto and Sasuke fighting each other. Oh, okay. Is where they fight each other, and it's just like them, and it, they also kind of flash back when they're sparring when they're younger, and it has a little bit of that with Dame and Adonis. So I thought that was cool. But uh, what I also liked about this is all the creeds have this; they're cut from the same cloth, but all those cloths are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I feel like with Creed Three; like it's different, like the slow mo that it uses. When the fights are seen, when the fight scenes happen, especially the beginning when he's fighting uh, pretty Ricky Conlon. I so good. Really, I thought that was really cool. He's like, checkmate. So mm -hmm. I could have used even more mind games from Jonathan Majors. I feel like he could have yeah. been even more in the film. But I did appreciate how it did touch on the importance of like uh, family 
with Adonis and Bianca and their daughter, Amara. I thought that was cute. They had some cute scenes together, and mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. And uh, I thought it was good dialogue. There was like a lot of dialogue moments. It did feel like a little slow, but I didn't really mind that. I thought it was a pretty good payout for the end. Yeah, so. there's like there's there's a couple moments like with the mom, the mom stuff for me. I was like, oh, this is like a weird thing to throw in. And then the the issues with the daughter are kind of in there, but then they're gone for a while. Jonathan yeah. Majors is out of the movie for a pretty long time. So there's just certain aspects of the script that I think it could have been much more even. Maybe had you taken the aspect with the mom out. I do really like the daughter stuff, which yeah. as a little bit of a tease, I think sets up a sequel that we could have in like 10 years. Oh, yeah. The daughter, which would be him. really cool. Here's the thing. So, you know, that he talks about wanting like the anime influence. He could really drive that home with his daughter's character. You know, her being deaf. We find that out in Creed, too. So to see how she fights, like using vibrations and stuff like that. I mean, look, you don't want the Creed franchise to turn into Fast and Furious by any means. But I do think it could be a good uh, visibility aspect to bring. But you also don't want to make deaf people seem like like superheroes do you know what i mean like like daredevil that feels a little disingenuous but you could yeah. definitely have it be a cool strength and weakness to amara's character yeah you definitely want to feel it grounded but i totally agree with with her being interested in fighting it's kind of setting up a potential legacy sequel with her daughter getting into fighting which i i would go see like i love michael b jordan if he's at the helm of these movies that's great um, let's yep. let's talk about Rocky. How do we feel about him not being in this? Oh, I didn't notice it. I love Wood Harris. I think Wood Harris in this, it's the trainer. It's also Julius from Remember the Titans. Um, I think he is the perfect like replacement for Rocky in this. I didn't even notice. Yeah. And I don't think many people are really gonna notice, to be honest. And honestly, you don't even get the theme, but having just seen Creed 2 when it really plays the theme, I was like. This doesn't fit this at all. Why is it playing Rocky's three theme for Creed? Like in the first movie, it works super well, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I think it's good. Of... You know what? Rocky went to go visit his son at the end of two. He's off enjoying time with his family. I don't think you need to bring him back. No. And, and Sylvester Stallone has said that he likes Michael B. Jordan. He likes work with Michael B. Jordan. It's uh Irwin Inkler. I think it is. Hmm. Inkler, who who owns like he's the executive producer who owns like the rights to Rocky, but also Sylvester Stallone owns the character. It's like this weird, because oh. um, Rocky wrote Rocky. I mean, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky, mm-hmm. and uh, so but he didn't have enough money to like you know produce it. So Inkler like owns the rights and just kind of like you know boxed him out from the movie. Anyways, um. No, I, I think I think this is great because the other the other two Rockies that has like an has a story for Rocky. And this wouldn't really have a story for Rocky. And honestly, became, the Rocky story in Creed 2 is very clunky. Like it's yeah, it's more of just kind of like he doesn't have a lot of faith in Adonis for taking that fight against Drago. So here's here's what I you know, if I had to make like one little change to these three movies, I think you have Rocky die in the first one. Then you come to the second one where it's still Drago versus Creed, and it's literally the dude that killed Creed's dad. That is, yeah, yeah. And you don't have the Rocky thing. Like, you don't need Rocky to make that 
relationship feel strained or difficult. And I actually think the story of Creed 2, like the idea behind Creed 2 is really awesome, but it also feels like a George Lucas wrote A New Hope and people love A New Hope and it's great, just like Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky. But Sylvester Stallone coming back to help write Creed 2 and George Lucas coming back to write uh, Phantom Menace, it's like, mm, it's not working here. Not working as well as the first time. Yeah. So I mean, that's I, to get that's to get a little bit off of Creed three um, yeah. to kind of bring in all of the Creed movies here. Yeah, no, I, I like I like Sylvester Stallone and Creed, two. I wouldn't have I would have been a little bit bummed him, him not being in that one because I like that he can see Drago again, kind of have like a rematch, but more in the in the corners of their boxers. That yeah, but like, teaching. I don't yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't really feel like there was any tension between them two. Like, yeah, there kind of is. But I don't know. Yeah, the more tension is between Adonis and uh, Rocky and Creed two. Yeah, anyways, I love how the to, situations are flipped. Yeah, but to Creed three, I I didn't miss Sylvester Stallone. I do agree with Chris Stuckman. There could have been two parts where Sylvester Stallone does make an appearance. Um, that's with the funeral. Yeah, and with maybe the training montage is just like a little hype up, a little a little push, and like you got this type of deal. That's or like it's the- like when he in the first one where he sees like his dad fighting and gets up. It could be you know he sees Rocky, he flashes back to a conversation with Rocky, and that's what helps him get up. Yeah, yeah, I could go with that too. So, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I thought it was a great movie with keeping it very Creed based. So, yeah, I mean, those my fight I- scenes, dude. Every time there was a fight scene, I was on the edge of my seat. I was because seriously, like the tension that they built in that, especially in that last fight scene, I was like, oh my gosh, is he gonna win? Like, who's gonna win? I seriously, like, I was like, I know it's Creed three, but I, who knows? Maybe, maybe a Diamond Dame wins. Diamond Dave, that's a clean nickname. And I also yeah. like the last fight because the other previous two creeds, Adonis is more of an underdog. In this one, he's like, Yeah, dude, like I can I can keep up with you. Like this is going yeah. 12 rounds. Like I like that it was more evenly matched. Like he got knocked down for a little bit. You gotta let him get knocked down. You know what yeah, I mean? Have to. But he he seemed more even opposed to the last like two movies in the final fights. Um mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. I don't know how you would feel about this, but Valdez, who fights diamond dame because drago drops out i thought it'd been kind of interesting if you had that flipped where drago fights uh majors for the championship belt i mean i know we've already seen drago lose before but maybe you know you 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 do a couple of edits with him being like the champion and like adonis is now supporting drago and then uh valdez is the one that hurts his hand so now you have drago that's like all right i'll fight this this guy I think that could have helped with more stakes and more like, okay, this Jonathan Majors dude is for real. Like he actually beat Drago. So that could have been a different switch up that Kate maybe could have helped, but I, mm-hmm. I'm indifferent also. I'm kind of contradicting myself. No, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like the story, like, like the action related things and the tension between Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan, especially like that elephant in the room stuff, I think is really effective. Michael, or a Jonathan Majors character does a good job of holding his emotions. There's a lot of times where the camera kind of lets the scene play out and breathe, where there's not a lot of conversation. It's just Jonathan Majors' character kind of looking down, the shadows on his face, his like him making facial reactions, then looking back up. But I think those like extra time with the scene really helped create and, and build more tension. Yeah, John the Majors, man. I I agree with your letterbox. He's he's gonna go. He's gonna win an Oscar within five years. Yep, 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's he's probably the best talent coming out of the United States right now. If you had to pick anyone, like if you had yeah. to throw all your money in one talent right now, it's got to be Jonathan Majors, right? Like from I mean, the United States. I mean, you asked me you know, that. Some people years, would. Hmm? I said if you asked me that two years ago, it'd probably be Timothy Chalamet. But is he from the U.S.? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, he's from New York. I think. Okay, but yeah, Jonathan Majors, man, he's uh, we're lucky to have him on screen because he did great. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give Creed three a B plus. Sweet, uh, I loved it. I think, ooh, Creed two and Creed three are like neck and neck for me. Um, but Creed, the first Creed's my favorite. Gosh, it's like honestly like a toss up. It's a, it's a toss up between Creed two and Creed three is like my next favorite, really. I think for me, Creed, Creed two, the idea behind the story is so interesting, but the execution's really poor on my end. But like the action sequences and the direction of those sequences in Creed three are so fun and so different that for me, I'm putting it's it's one three two for me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I give Creed three an A minus suite. I watched the first one yesterday. It got done like five minutes after the starting time of Creed three near me. So I got dressed really quick, ran over to the theater, got there literally right as the movie was starting. And That's amazing. Enjoyed Creed three. Then I watched Creed two this this like morning. I watched it. Um, I'm going to give Creed one an A plus suite. Same. And I'm so glad you feel the same way. Yep. I thought you would have really liked it, but I'm glad that you think as high as you do about it. Yeah, I love so it. So good. It's a great if you that's a call to action. Rewatch Creed 1. It's Ryan Coogler. Holy crap. That guy knows how to direct a film. I remember watching Creed 1 around Thanksgiving in 2015. Very fun movie to watch in theaters. Like just sweet, mm. very cool. Uh Creed 2 for me is a B plus suite as well. And then Creed 3 B plus suite. Yeah, I think I have Creed 2 at like a B suite. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All righty. Like three stars, yeah. B suite. Love that. Love that. Yeah, Creed 3 was cool. Now, really wasn't Ambulance 2.0 for me. So when you texted me going in, I was like, dang, I'm really bummed. And I think there are some elements totally that has like a little bit of uh, Ambulance-esque in it. But uh, I'm still bummed I didn't watch it with you. But when I left that movie, I'm like, okay, that really wasn't Ambulance. So that's my opinion. So here's to explain the Ambulance curse. Last year when Ambulance came out, I, I texted TC, me and Becker were like, well, let's go see Ambulance. I texted TC, you were busy, probably with training. I was like, okay, cool, we'll go watch it. Me and Becky, it was maybe our favorite movie experience of last year. And then TC watched it, loved it. You watched it like on your TV at home. Streaming. Yeah, streaming. And so when Plane came out, we're like, this could be our Ambulance. We go, we have a good time. It's a triple B, really cheesy, knows what it is film. It wasn't. We think the same with Cocaine Bear. It was not cheesy or fun, not the same. So we're chasing this high of watching that next fun triple B movie together, not separately. And I don't know. I left Creed three and was like, that could have been one. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can see where you're coming from. Some fun moments for sure. I know we would have been like, Oh, like, you know, tapping the other person. Operation fortune could be it. I feel like guy Ritchie, every four movies he does, there's one that's like, really good oh you mean that movie that's playing right now that no one's going to see exactly that one mm-hmm. might not be a good thing but there's aubrey yeah. plaza in it jason i know statham. and jason statham and hugh grant say yeah. what you want hugh grant and guy Ritchie, they have a uh, good chemistry together sure do so oh my gosh it's, it's got very mixed reviews right now with this operation fortune but i would be in, it's a comedy thriller 
action. I'd be interested. Do you hear that? What? Do you hear that? Coming in? Do you hear the music oh. coming in? Oh my gosh. It is. It sure is. It is time. It is Selection Sunday for March Movie Madness, the fourth annual. The bracket this year is the OGs, which means no adapted screenplays, no sequels, no prequels, all original, all one movie, all in these brackets. And we're going to go over the regions today and talk about the different seeds we have, the different matchups. We did a little bit of a tease, and we have our choices made, so we're going to be showing y'all exactly what we've done. TC, why don't you go ahead and start us off? I'm going to zoom in on mine so that I can... Uh... Okay, I'm going to start in the action-slash-adventure region. Yep. So, coming in as your one seed for the action is number one, Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Now, we did try our best to not do movies based on events, but it's saving Private Ryan. So, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. And uh, yeah, so we're and we tried to do no horror, no animated movies, which we've done before. Mm -hmm. So there's and no sports movies because we've done those brackets as well. Yeah. So there are some original screenplays, sports movies, and of course, animated and horror. So we did not do those. Uh, number 16 seed in action is a is hard boiled. Um, and then coming in at the eight seed versus the nine seed, which I'm very excited about. Eight seed is the rock going up against the nine seed con air. Give the people what they want. This is a great pick. Yep. Uh, number five seed, the Goonies going up against the 12 seed collateral. That's a good matchup. Sure. Is. Uh, very different vibes of each. Uh, number four, Django Unchained going up against number 13. Some recency bias, which I could totally see winning. Having an upset is everything, everywhere, all at once. And number six, we have Gladiator going against one of Keeks' all-time faves. That is number 11 seed, Drive. That's a good matchup. Mm -hmm. The three seed, Seven Samurai facing up against number 14, our pals, Nicholas Cage, John Travolta. Do you smell that? Yeah. Do you smell that upset? I do. Sure do. That's face off, folks. Number 14 seed face off. And we have Baby Driver number seven going up against the 10 seed Grand Budapest Hotel. That is a firework matchup. And lastly, we have number two, the two seed Heat going against 15 seed Commando. Now, for all of you book nerds that just chimed in saying, oh, but uh, Heat actually has a sequel. It's a book called Heat 2. It's not a movie. So we were like, oh, we're not going to count it. So that's us. When it gets turned into a movie, then, uh, you know, if we were to do this bracket again, we wouldn't include it. But for all intents and purposes, we are the commissioners. We make the decisions. Heat is our number two seed. Okay. Who's a dark, who's a dark horse coming out of there? Oh, gosh. Before we go on. I don't know if there are a. I could see Baby Driver going really far. I could also see Gladiator going far. Uh, spoiler alert for me: Goonies goes very far and is the representative from this region for me. Same, same here. I think Goonies. I think Goonies is going to advance very far from all the sweets, but I could be wrong. I mean, it's going to it's it's going to face off against uh, potentially saving Private Ryan in the Sweet Sixteen, in the Sweet Sixteen. Does so. it? No, it doesn't. Oh, Goonies? Wait, wait. Or Baby Driver? 
Goonies. Sorry. Oh, you're Goonies. right. Oh, no, you're right. I was thinking of two different. I was thinking of a uh, uh, baby driver. Never mind. But I, yeah, I agree. I can see baby driver going far. Yeah. People love saving private Ryan. So and here's what I'm going to say about this. Bra- this bracket. It might be the highest barrier of entry for films that we've had, but it's also the one where literally there could be 15 winners here. I could not tell you who I think is going to be the winner. Last year, it was basically, okay, Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings, who's going to win? Yeah, yeah. The year before that, it was like probably Lion King, maybe The Incredibles, maybe Toy Story. Yeah. And then the year before that, it was like Rocky and something else. But this year, I legitimately, I could give you like six guesses of who will be in the final. Yeah, really. That's what makes it really fun. Very cinephile too. Yep. Yeah. This is our most cinephile <laughs> bracket ever. So, anyways, moving on oh. to comedy, we have the Stacked. number one seed, Super Bad, going up against the sixteen seed, Captain Fantastic. At the number eight, going up against the number nine is Step Brothers versus the th- the forty year old Virgin. At number five is a local classic in Napoleon Dynamite going up the, the against the director's follow-up film, number 12, Nacho Libre, which I actually think could be the dark horse in this one. Number four, also, um, I think it's just a classic in general. Number four is Hot Rod going up number 13, the most overrated film I've ever seen, The Big Lebowski. I do not like that movie. With number six, Elf. Weird to have a holiday classic here, but we've got Elf going up against the darling number 11, Lady Bird, who could make a good run. Then our number three, a best original screenplay winner, Juno, going up against 14. Best original screenplay, I think maybe the Golden Globes for comedy, is Bridesmaids. And then at number seven versus the number 10, we've got the face-off of the two guys. Number seven, we've got the other guys going up against number 10, the dark horse, the nice guys. Then to round it off, our two seed, the school of rock going up against number 15, the big sick. TC, Ooh. what are your, what are your, will you do that for the next one? Actually, let's, well, let's do a little announcer voice, yeah. little well, boxer announcer not, voice. Well, you're not hardcore. Well, you're not hardcore. Does he live hardcore? Okay. Uh, Hot take. I have Captain Fantastic in my sweet 16 and my recency bias. Absolutely. I'd rather watch Captain Fantastic than Super Bad. So that is a 16 over one seed. Guys, we've seen in the tournament before. And uh, I think Captain Fantastic for me. Uh, But for me personally, uh, I can totally see Hot Rod running the tables and getting to the final four. Yep. Uh, Hot Rod, Nacho Libre, Napoleon Dynamite, all of or the the nice or the nice guys or the other guys as well. Yeah, no, there's some there's Step some heavy brothers. It's I, we we did a poll and the favorite of people who are like favorite region. It's the comedy region. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's stacked. Mm-hmm. The nice guys versus the other guys is a really fun matchup. It's like that Con Air, The Rock type. Yeah, um, but for me, School of Rock is coming out. It is the representative of the comedy. It's just, I love School of Rock so much. It's always a great rewatch. I quote it often. Uh, But yeah, I can also, yeah, Nacho Libre or Hot Rod are going to run the tables, I think, Mm -hmm. out of the comedy. So what do you think? No, I have the exact same. I have the School of Rock coming out uh, representing the, the comedy region. It's it's close though. I have that Napoleon Dynamite in my as my like elite eight. The hardest matchup for me is the second round: Elf versus Juno. Had a hard time 
deciding who I wanted to advance, uh, I went with Juno. But in my heart, I want to go with Elf, but also Juno. <laughs> that one's tough. Yeah. Okay. We're on to drama. At the one seed, we have Parasite going up against the 16 seed, First Reformed. At number eight, we have Memento going up against Do the Right Thing. And at home, playing for all the people of Boston, that is number five seed, Goodwill Hunting going up against the underdog of Mark Wahlberg. Boogie Nights! That, that, that could, if if our cinephile friends are really voting, uh, that, that that's a tough one. That is a tough matchup. The matchup. At the 4C, we have Pulp Fiction facing off against a great driver, but also a great director. And that is Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver as a 13 seed. And number six, we have Usual Suspects versus Jim Carrey, 11 seed, The Truman Show. At number three, we have an all-time classic, Citizen Kane, facing number 14, which is Cinderella of my bracket, The Sting. And at the seven seed, we have what do you think, folks? It's seven at the seven seed. Going up against the Hollywood classic, the sweetest of the sweets, La La Land at 10. And finally, we have the two seed, Whiplash versus number four, 15, In the Mood for Love. And that is we your have... drama region. Sure Pete, is. Talk to me. What are you feeling? We we threw in, you know, we we threw in some movies that I think like are some maybe not maybe a little bit deep cutty for some people. But uh, my my biggest, I guess, quote unquote, upset would be um, in the mood for love. I have that winning in the first round because I love in the mood for love. I think it's a little bit better than Whiplash, not a ton, but um, I do love in the mood for love. Uh, th- this region has a lot of really great movies that maybe people have not seen. So it would be a good time to, you know. If you haven't seen Citizen Kane, you should watch Citizen Kane. It's a great movie. Yeah, like um, me. I've never seen Citizen Kane. Yeah. Oh, you've got Pulp Fiction, which is tons of people's favorite movie. You've got Boogie Nights. You've got Parasite. Best Picture winners. You've got all sorts of bangers here. And um, I have Parasite coming out of this to win. Just barely inching out La La Land to represent drama. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I didn't know you liked Parasite so much. I love Parasite, too. I... Yeah, the way I fill my bracket out is really weird sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, what's my favorite? And sometimes I'm like, which is the best? And it just, I don't know, Parasite came out from this one. But La La Land could be close. Like, I don't know. I might change my mind before now. Okay, I have uh, my old, my my underdog, what I, what I just said, I think is grossly um, too high of a seed. That is the Sting. That's coming out for me as a 14 seed. I think if people have seen the Sting, that's going to run the tables. See, I from and this is another reason where I'm like, La La Land could go far. Pulp Fiction, Parasite, Whiplash, Truman Show, Memento. Goodwill Hunting. There are like seven from this region that could win the region. Yeah, I really don't know who's going to win this region. I think this is the most one I do. This is the region where I'm so confused about who's going to come out. Mm-hmm. So, but I have Goodwill Hunting and the Sting in my Elite Eight with the Sting advancing. 
And then I have Memento over Parasite in the second round. I love Memento. So See, I don't even have Memento coming out of the first round. Wow. Yep. I like do the right thing a lot. So yeah. that that's kind of, that's why I've got it. Now, going into our final region, the sci-fi fantasy region. It only says sci-fi because sci-fi fantasy didn't work very well in the one region uh, for uh, sizeness of fonts. We've got the number one seed, Chris Nolan's classic Inception, going up against one of Keek's least favorite movies, number 16, The Shape of Water. In eight and nine, we've got an extraterrestrial alien matchup in E.T. versus District 9. And coming in at number five, Denis Villeneuve, another alien coming in, a rival going up against number 12, the undead Beetlejuice. Then going forward in, in seed number four, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind going up against the Roar Dancing Robots themselves, Ex Machina. And at number six, coming in at a, you know, looking real jacked lately at that UFC fight, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal's Donnie Darko going up against another Guillermo del Toro classic and Pan's Labyrinth at number 11. At number three, Joaquin Phoenix is a weird guy in this one. It's her going up against number 14, another super weird guy in David Bowie's Labyrinth. At 14, now moving on to our 7 versus 10, we've got another weird guy in Johnny Depp's Edward Scissorhands going up against two versions of David Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, old and young Looper. Then the next classic from Christopher Nolan going up against a Spike Jones darling. It is Interstellar at number two going up against being John Malkovich at number 15. These are some weird choices. We threw in some weird movies here. TC, what do you think? I think this bracket, uh, this region of sci-fi fantasy is a blast. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Inception versus Interstellar in the lead eight for the sweets. That's my prediction. That's what happened yep. with me. And I have Interstellar coming out of your sci-fi uh, fantasy region. I do as well. Yeah. I do that's as my, well. That's my prediction. I have her in the Sweet 16 for me, though. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Inception and Arrival and then her and Interstellar in my Sweet 16. I think this one's the easiest one to predict. Yeah. It is. I think there are not. When it comes to sci-fi fantasy and then also action adventure, if you have had a successful original idea, there have been 15 sequels. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, so with all are... these, it's it's a little bit tougher. It's been a little tougher to find stuff. But Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, people love that movie. Um, people like Labyrinth. I don't think that much, but maybe that much. I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Ex Machina either. Eternal Sunshine uh, of the Spotless Mind is a good watch. I watched that back in 2020. Had a blast with it. Buck and a half watch, too. Now, if we have any darlings, what are your darlings coming out of here? My darling is actually Arrival. That's mine. Yep, that's mine. That's a good That's a good darling watch. And uh, Eternal Sunshine lost to Arrival in the second round for me, but uh, that also could have been my uh, darling had it not beaten Arrival. So there you have it. Yep. Yeah, this one's pretty cut and dry. You got your one and your two going against each other. In my drama, I have the one and the ten going against each other. In um, action, I have my five and eleven going up against each other. And then uh, in comedy, I've got uh, a five and a two. So it mm. really is, the seating is, it's well, going to be crazy. It's In my final four, or what is your final four? 
do you my have? final four, I have the Goonies going up against School of Rock. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, I have the Sting versus Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I have Interstellar versus School of Rock. for the Same. That is my final. That's my final championship match. And who do we got? If you're not hardcore. And unless you rent. live hardcore. It's way past due. Uh, I have the school of rock as we have the school of rock as our champs. That is actually, folks, the first time Keeks and I have picked the same champion in all mm-hmm. of March movie madness. Yeah. The first year I chose Warrior. Uh, you chose for sports movies. Sandlot. Sandlot. That's right. Second year for animated, I chose Spider Verse, and you chose Lion King. Yep. And, and I was third, I actually technically won the whole bracket that year. You did. You smoked. You cleaned. And then third year for film franchise last year, I chose Lord of the Rings, and you chose Star Wars. Yep. So, fourth time's a charm. And that one came down to the wire. You had to call in some help, and so did some other friends called in some help for Lord of the Rings. I was actually, actually, I was actually very upset about that. Uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I think. Oh, no, it was, was Becky. It was Becky and our friend. Yeah, it was Becky and uh, was it Aaron? Is that his Aaron. name? Yeah. Yep. I sat back and I just watched. Was that against Star Wars or was that against? It was Harry Potter. Nope, it was Star Wars. Because that was, yeah, that was really close. Uh huh. So. <laughs> This one, honestly, these are all original movies. If you've not heard of some of these, go watch them. Especially we tried to make those higher seeds, like 15 and 16. Some probably movies that most people haven't heard of or watched so that you can be like, oh, cool. Like, they're not going to advance probably, but maybe they're ones that I should check out. Yeah. And go fill it out. So here's what we're going to do. What are we going to do for prize? $25 gift card? Yeah, $25 gift card to Megaflex. Okay. Um, Yeah, fill out your bracket, tag us. We'll share it on our story, and then we will keep track of points. So I generally just keep track of points. Um, I look at everyone's choices, and I see how they all do. So submit your stuff. Submit your stuff. Also keep track along as well, just in case we get, like, a bunch that (laughs) I can't keep track of. Um, And I do 1, 2, 4, 8, 16 32 then what 64 if you get the champ but in, in order to enter into this drawing you have to submit your bracket to us on instagram you can share it yep. to your story or submit it to us through dm Submit it to your story though let's yep. get a buzz going share really it to fun. your story share it to your story let you know let, yeah let's get it going we have two versions of the bracket we've got like a dark mode version and a light mode version for those of you that want to print it out they will be available to download on our website and yeah, $25 gift card for the person who wins to whatever movie, you know, place of your choice. Tag us on your stories. You will have until when? Wednesday, what day? Wednesday the 15th? Yeah. Or Tuesday the 14th to submit. Yeah. And then Thursday the 16th was when the first round of voting happens. Oh, Wednesday the 15th then. You have till Wednesday the 15th to get your brackets submitted. Yeah, and then on the slate for this week, we have Oscars for Take 226, our live Oscar reactions. Uh, take 227 is, we're going to have a gap. We're going to have a gap take. So nothing that week. Keeks is in mm-hmm. California. We're going to take that week off. Yep. Um, Keeks is going to be there with his students. And then Take 228, I will be gone. So Keeks, you can, yeah, you do you. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, we might have a guest on. We might have a a... Uh, uh, an actor in the area is going to come on and and chat movies with me. Nice, maybe. And then we'll take, see. take 
Yeah, take 229. That's our first April April take. That will be John Wick Chapter 4 and MMM Champion. March Movie Madness time. It is here. We've we've revealed our picks, who we want. You make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. Don't forget to share. We are Sweet Film Talk on Instagram. Uh, we never use Twitter, but you can go there if you want. Um, go to our website to download, sweetfilmtalk.com. Also, uh, give us a review. Rate and review while you're at it. We've had a couple in the last month, actually, of just like rating it. They haven't given us a review, but rating it five stars is great. And then Spotify, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Rate us there. TC, do you got anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Have a great great week and uh, watch those Oscar movies that you haven't watched yet Mm -hmm. and as always stay sweet sweet